All right. Mailbag. Let's start. Let's start with the draft stuff because we do have a draft question, Jeff. So while we're on while you're on a roll, James Bailey wants to know what are your thoughts on Chase Dallander after a disappointing season so far? Any other Tennessee players on your radar this year? Oh, pour one out for Drew Gilbert and Jordan Beck, guys I wanted last year. I really am still really hurting over the loss of Drew Gilbert. Yeah, and I think in my redraft, I no, I did not take him because in my redraft, I saved the money to uh, to go get uh, Cam Collier. But I, I debated because the thing with with um, Gilbert was he would have been a cheaper signing, so that was uh, you're always playing with the money. But I, you know, Dollander, it, it's been a massive disappointment for those who don't know. It's like his walk rate is went from 1.48 last year to 3.3. Uh, he's just not been as effective. He's his hit rate has gone up. His he, home run rate is almost doubled. He's just not the same guy. He's a former uh, Georgia Southern pitcher. That was where he was his first year. That's Georgia Southern. Hunter that's Gattis. Hunter Gaddis. Um, Hunter Gaddis being the third big leaguer drafted out of Georgia Southern. So he goes to Tennessee. Um, yeah, it's disappointing. I still think you know you look at that top five. You can go listen to the mock draft where I explain why. Like I mean, the, both the Twins and um, the Rangers make a lot of sense because the drop-off is so big. Um, that's the problem. This college group, like some people really like Waldrop from Florida. Others don't. It's like right now there's Paul Skeens and about six feet than everyone else. Um, and then you have those next two. And that's a crap and then us. Yeah, it's it's not good. Um, Maui Ohana has been a disappointment, I think, this year. I mean, yeah, you look at the numbers. They've gotten better as the year has gone on. He was kind of their big transfer out of Kansas, I want to say. My way too early mock had him going to the Brewers. So that's in the top 20. I he's I didn't even consider him for the 30 odd picks I did this time. You know, he's probably he could be a second rounder, could be a third rounder. Um, I think he's probably the second biggest name in terms of draft. You know, Chase Burns is in that competition to be the first player next year. The top of next year's class looks as good, if not better, as this year's. Chase on his own team. No. Um, Jared Dickey, I believe, is draft eligible this year. The catcher outfielder, he'll go somewhere. Um, I, I feel like on day two, I mean, they're gonna have a lot of guys go on day two, but they graduated so many guys last year that it, it opened, up, opened up a lot of opportunities. Had a lot of good players last year. Who was the other guy? Trey, Trey Lipscomb was the Lipscomb I really wanted last year. No disrespect to, to Guy, but I really wanted Trey Lipscomb too. Uh, nice Swiss Army knife. Um, Let's stick with the draft here again. We got one more draft question, at least that I know of. Uh, John Turner, the Guardians need to focus on power on the draft. Who are some power hitters to keep an eye on? Matt Shaw. And I tell, yeah, I, people are going to say he's not a, a power hitter, and I'm going to tell them they're wrong because he hits like he hits the ball really hard. Like you want EVs, you want home runs. That's Matt Shaw. Um, you know, at that point in the draft. You know, I get a lot of people who ask about the, will they go prep? Like, I, I, I don't believe they will. I, I don't think that's a, a thing for them anymore because they can get so much more data on, on every other player. Unless uh, it's saving think, money, like, like, uh, yeah, Carson, Carson Tucker. Yeah. It's like, I, at that Ooh. point in the draft, you know, it's going to be interesting to see who kind of falls out, but the, the players in that grouping, it's like, you know, Braden Taylor is not a power guy. Yohandi Morales is, but he hasn't hit for power. So, like, I am scared of that type personally. Uh, Brock Wilkin is probably the guy. Uh, he's got some of the best EV data in this draft class. So, if you're looking for power, he's probably he around there. Guy? Yeah, he's weak. 
So, you know, he's getting good coaching. Um, he's also, you can't really, that's why you want to look at EV and not the performance because that stadium's awful for, it's it's very hitter friendly. I'm not on Jake Gedloff. I'm just going to state it. That's not my guy. Um, I'm not, and Chase Davis is an interesting prospect who's rising late in the process. I mean, he was known out of high school, but I always get nervous with Arizona, Arizona State players. Uh, Jace Bro, uh, Bo Heffron is another guy who was a, kind of a big name out of high school who's finally putting to get together at Arkansas, though Arkansas also sometimes makes me a little nervous with that translation of uh, performance. Uh, a lot of guys are free swingers. And then just for fun, I think yeah, he's not going to the Guardians with that pick, but uh, Kyle Karos is looking a lot like his dad of late at UCLA. Oh, yeah. Wasn't wasn't there a brother of Karos who was a pitcher, too? Yes. Yes. His older brother, right? He's, Maybe. In, the, he's, in, the, he's in the pros now, right? Yes. Yeah, the Dodgers drafted the other character. Jared, Jared Karos, yeah. I, yeah, I wanted yeah. UCLA kids, right? All UCLA kids? Yes, all UCLA. And I think Karos might have been a Cape guy um, as well. So, you know, there is that. But um, I like Jared Karos. I was just kind of curious. I, I hadn't looked. I just went to the MLB site that shows, I don't know, maybe this is good or not good, my preparation level. They didn't look at the rankings. They have Mike Bove and believe and max anderson back to back in their rankings so that's just kind of funny to go look at that now but (laughs) oh hey that's i mean they're both nebraska and and both have nebraska i believe nebraska omaha ties as one plays for that school and the other went from there but that's just kind of random funny bit um cory okular okular i'm sorry if i butchered your name uh i'm butchering names for once on here so don't feel too bad jeff um he wants to know who is the best breakout season in the farm so far from an unheralded player. Anyone played themselves off the team's top 30 list. Um, breakout so far. I mean, I, I neither one of us probably can consider Juan Brito unheralded, right? Cause no. uh, we both like Juan Brito quite a bit, but he is having a fantastic year. Um, I was trying to think. Way. Uh, I feel like it's almost has to be a hitter because like the pitchers just haven't it's had enough opportunities and it's just limited opportunities. It's like, you've had what three starts um, best case. So it's just kind of, you know, maybe. I mean, four. if you want to, if you want to dig super deep as a reliever, like Sean, Rapp, this is low a, so, you know, take that yeah. with what it is, but Sean Rapp has looked really good as a reliever in low a. Um, I mean, I think yeah. guy Lins- guy Lincecum would be my, my guy. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I, I had him outside the top 30 and like, he's played super well. We talked about, he needs a promotion. You know, he was, um, you know, some interesting physical traits and he's, you know, you're, you look at this. I was curious. I went and looked at the weighted runs credit plus in the minors, 20 guys. So it's either it's him, maybe Jose Devers, who's looked really good in the early going too. you know, but again, both those guys yeah. are doing it low a, so it kind of tempers it a bit. Uh, Jorge Burgos at high A is kind of some nice stuff and some limited play. But I mean, it's like PD Halpin's 21st right now, but 95 runs created plus. So it's, I, there may not be one. I would say Joe Lampy was kind of, is kind of unheralded. Like, I know he was not super low on our list, but you know, not a guy we were like pitching early because we, yeah. we talked about, well, Brennan, Chase DeLauder, George Valera, Jason Churio is the best outfielders, probably Lampy behind Halpin, right? So, you know, I think I think Joe Lampy got a little didn't get a whole lot of love coming into the season and he is off to a good start. Look, nobody in double A is playing good. Akron is is playing awful right baseball right now. 
Um, although I will say Tanner Burns has been good. A yeah, no, lately. no, no. We, we, the reverse jinx is strong in us. Yeah, no, good for him. Seriously, because yeah. he, I heard he was up to ninety four tonight, uh, quite a bit. So that was good. Um, still having a hard time getting deep into starts, just because you know high pitch count, even though he doesn't walk a lot of guys. Um, but you know, that's good. I mean, Will Dion, Will Dion is tearing it up at, at La Haya. Yeah. You said that before. He's got the lowest FIP in the minor leagues right now for Cleveland. Yeah, and I, I want to say the ERA. I want to say I heard his topped out this year at 91, which, you know, not awful, but needs to be a little higher, but uh, it's, it's a start. And he's in got terms of the K percentage. It's interesting that uh, Berenger's one, Dion two, Cantillo three, Kelly four, to- Adam Tullock five, Gavin Williams, six, Sean Rapp, seven, Logan Allen, eight, Kate Smith, 10. Does Kate Smith count? I mean, I know he's got some ups and downs, but he is definitely looks the part of a future big leaguer, which is pretty good for an undrafted. Now, it was undrafted in 2020 where the draft was only five yeah. rounds, but... Got to cut the walks down. That's the yeah. big issue for him. But I think he's walks. still going to... What we've seen with like the Sean Andersons of the world is he'll, there's still a future, maybe not in Cleveland, but there's still a future for a guy who misses bats like that. Uh, since we're going to go a bit longer tonight, we're going to do the mailbag questions here. Uh Let's get in another great sponsor here. It is one of our favorites, So Rare, a revolutionary fantasy baseball game and marketplace transforming fans into owners with officially licensed digital cards featuring players from across all 30 MLB teams. You can collect cards with your favorite sponsors like Juan Soto, Julio Rodriguez. Games happen twice weekly and span in a three- to four-day cycle. At the end of game weeks, so rare MLB managers who rank near or at the top of their leaderboards win a variety of rewards, which can include scarcity cards, game tickets, merch, signed jerseys, VIP experiences like meeting MLB stars. Prices are going to vary depending on the competition. So head to SoRare.com slash locked on. That is S-O-R-A-R-E.com to draft your team of free player cards, set your lineup, and start competing today to win epic rewards. Again, so rare.com slash locked on to start playing today and hit up our good buddy at Lex super on Twitter, Alex super to get your advice on uh, your lineups. Did you, did you consult with Alex on that lineup, Jeff? Did I did not, but the, there is my lineup. I decided to put it up, show people like money where my mouth is. I am playing. Like I, I was Classe, like, Andre Simenez, yeah, all bad I mean, choices. Get, <laughs> well, my bigger problem is Drew Rasmussen was a dean uh, did not play. MJ Melendez, thirty five points was my star. Class A has twenty seven points this week. He was solid. Garrett Cole twenty five. Uh, Ty France only four. Jimenez seven three for Maracano. I I really need a better outfielder. Uh, my outfield, but it's I don't. What I like about it as opposed to like the daily fantasy grind is like it's hey set it four days later I come back I see if I got a card and it's fun to see you unlock. Um, like I said, Garrett Cole wasn't unlocked for me. So that was fun. So yeah, it's fun. It's simple. It's, it's fast. Yes, it is a very fun, fun thing to do. It's a little easier than your normal fantasy baseball. Yeah, for sure. Uh, okay. So yeah, the breakouts are hard to come by. It hasn't been a great year so far, to be honest with you, which is disappointing. Uh, Juan Brito so far looks like the player of the year in the minors. Uh, Anthony Prusinski three years from now, who do you see as our starting shortstop? God, I hope it's Brian Rocchio, because if it's not, it's Juan well, I mean, Rosario. I'm kidding. All right, I'm done. Call the Jose, night. Jose Iglesias. Jose Devers? No, Jose, <laughs> Jose Iglesias. Is he, oh. he always manages to start for someone, right, in Cleveland. Tito wants his bet at shortstop. He's not He's not letting a rookie well, in there. Well, Tito, he'd be the manager in three years. He'll, he'll be, like, in that – he'll be in a robotic suit. He'll be, like, a full-on <laughs> cyborg. 
um, refusing to give up. Yeah. Um, no, it, it's it's got to be Rokio. I hope it's like, Rokio. I, I mean, mean Tana's looked even worse this year after last year. It's, you know. How about Andre Semenos? I mean, <laughs> and you just yeah. figure out who plays. Andre Semenos and Juan Brito at second base. How about that? Uh, or should I, should I go the crazy one uh, with the way he's played, even though I'm not his biggest fan? Valdez and Jimenez. You already had three hits again tonight, Lake County. Right. Just saying. He's hitting, and like you put those two together up the middle, that would be the best defensive combo they've had since Omar and Alomar. I mean, yeah, it'd be good. Uh, our good buddy, Mike the Mad Thinker, wants to know uh, with Logan Allen already out of the 40 and Espino and Near locked to be out of the 40, as we said, he's kind of have to end the 40 despite his injury. Uh, what other players in the minors have a better than a 50 50 chance to be added by the deadline? All right. Yeah. Thanks to our, th- our buddy Arthur who tracks the. Um, well, Fredo Antunez so has been the guy who comes to mind most often, but it's not been great this year, right? No, he's hit the ball well. He just had another injury the other day, but he's is back. That what it is? Uh, so he just doesn't qualify because I was like, he's not on this list of guys I have. No, he's hitting. He's hitting well. He's just he missed a couple of days with an injury. So, uh, yeah, there's Wilfredo Antunez, um, Maya Colado, but I'm not I'm not going there yet because again these are all low A guys, yeah. and he is a five foot eleven first baseman who's twenty years old. Same with Antunez. I'm not going there either. Um, yeah, David Fry's on the forty now. Finally. Pitcher. I'm looking at catchers. Catcher, there's nobody that stands out and either. Maybe Tanner Burns plays his way. Yeah, I could see. I could see no. Tanner Burns. Kate, maybe uh, Kate Smith, if he can cut down on things. Those are like the. You know who probably you have to think about. Oh, but no, uh, Yordis is eligible. He is. I don't think. I mean, he's only. Yeah, a, he, I don't know. If they're yeah. adding Noel, then they're adding Yordis. Like at that level, at that age, if they have the space, uh, if they have the space, add Yordis. You know who's going to be an interesting case coming up this this winter is going to be Ethan Hankins because depending on how he pitches this year, there's going to be a lot of eyeballs on him. And if he comes back and pitches well, teams are going to be super interested in in putting him and seeing what he can do. Um, A guy I would think about some relievers retroactively would be Nick Mikolajek and Andrew Misiazic because if both of those guys go into the offseason hurt, you could. you could see a team take them in the rule five stash around the injured list and play games that way. So those are guys to worry about. Um, right. Yeah. So Burns, Mikolajek, Missy Ozick, Ethan Hankins, Antunez, Kate Smith. I do think Valdez. I, Cause I don't think he's Valdez. The, way he, the way he's hitting, he's going to get promoted. And then once he hits the next level and if he keeps hitting, then it's, it's a no again. With what what they Micah get, I think they're going to just roll the dice with him. Really, that's risky. He is he's hitting the ball well in, in Columbus. I'm not he saying is, he's great. But like, but he's, if they're not if they don't give him a call up at some point this year, then uh, I mean, like right now, honestly, I personally with everything else that's going on, I would send down Oscar and call him up now. Like this team searching for an outfielder. If he is going to get an opportunity, it's now. If he is at the end of the year, if they haven't called him up, then they're not protecting him because then they don't they didn't give an opportunity. That's true. So I, I think he's he's a zero percent because it's either now or it's never. Diane Frias, another one. A lot of people there are people who like him. Yeah, and he has his supporters in the in the system. It's not a great list. But it's it's get, it's, a, it's I'll say this. 
weirdly, it is better because, like I said, all of a sudden I'm like, oh, Jordis Valdez is showing value. Uh, Tanner Burns is showing value. There are guys who are showing value. Told you, get on the Yordi's train. Get on it. Hop on my back. I'm not allowed on. I was too negative for too long. <laughs> I'm banned. There's a picture. A fan. We're not letting you on this aboard no, this train. Not allowed on. Uh, he train. he's he has cooled off a little bit. I will say, but yeah. the bat is as good as it's been, and, and the defense is superb. So I do have two questions here that went into my DMs. So from oh, Nolan Dasik, one of our everydayers, uh, what is Cantillo's MLB ETA? I think we kind of already covered that. Was his first question. Uh, Hopefully, this is Yeah. And who is the next Cleveland Cy Young winner? Bybee, McKenzie, Corbin Burns. So I thought you'd appreciate that. Um, if it's not going to be Corbin Burns, why not Tanner Bybee? Come on. I, I'm telling you, I know this is a, this is big praise, and I know it's early, but I'm telling you, I think Tanner Bybee is the next ace at the staff. No, I, I agree. It's like I said, Gavin Williams um, is, should also be at least get a, a mention, but it is interesting to me. Uh, maybe it's because none of it was since he's been in system, but it's like there are a lot of people who are just rolling over it. What was a really scary injury history on him as well when he was in school with like constant injuries. So not to say that he there's been any sign of it since he's drafted, but uh, you know he's he's got potential as long as he stays healthy. Um, heck, if Espino can come back healthy and just this is like a Julio situation, like we talked yesterday, he might actually have the best chances because how good that stuff is at peak. Yeah, you never know. Guess who had a walk-off tonight for the Washington Nationals while we're talking about the minor leagues? Alex Oscars. Call? Alex Call, walk-off hit tonight. Yeah, How nice would he the look Washington. in right field right now? Oh, he has hit since he, he had nearly identical data to Will Benson last year. Not like advanced or batted ball data, but that, that kid just worked his tail off constantly, hit well. I know he's only got an 86 OPS plus right now. It's not like he's he's a star, yeah. but but an 86 OPS... <laughs> Uh, an 86 OPS plus would still be as much better than what Brennan or uh, Gonzalez are doing, which is again, why like, again, Oscar just needs reps. So send him down and call up Micah Priest. Let's start the priest train. Come on, ride it. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm on board. Trust me. I'm on board. Is that any other questions? I don't have more? any more. Uh, nope. I was trying to see. I think that is all I have as well. Um, yeah, that's, that's our questions. We went a little bit long as you're taking some questions, talking to draft, having fun basically on a no baseball day. Hopefully this is the weekend that helps them get off the schneid and start figuring things out. Hopefully we come back. You listen a year ago, it was never fail. I, I, I start talking trash or, or start doubting a player and the Kyle farmer revenge games happened. The all, I mean, it was, so the moral of the story should be this weekend after me calling for Oscar Gonzalez and James Karen Chuck's uh, 99's demotions, those two are going to be the MVPs this weekend. That's, that's the way it worked a year ago. So let's see if, if the, uh, the crap talking can finally work the way it's supposed to and help uh, propel this team to victory. Uh, I want to thank you all for listening, rating and reviewing, downloading. It helps uh, to all of our everydayers. Give you several shots. William Stearns was very amused by what I did. Uh, yesterday, he was like, "Wow!" He literally, because I was getting ready to leave a comment, and then you said that. And we we listen, we pay attention, we have some fun with with all of you out there who are part of the Lockdown Guardians fan army. Is that still a thing? Do we still call things fan armies? Uh, this is almost an hour, so we're gonna cut it here. And again, thank you all for being part of the team, having fun with us, being part of the mailbag, part of the show. Uh, thank you for all you do, and go go Guardians, go!